friends. Well, in the Alchemy Incubator, one of the big things that we talk about and explore is your brain, especially as it relates to change. And I have previously talked a little bit about the elephant and the rider concept. Um, Some people say the horse and the rider, which I probably should start doing because I think that elephant riding is actually like hella inhumane. So, you know, we'll, we'll from now on talk about the horse and the rider. But in that analogy, you are the rider and you are the horse. So your conscious brain, that's responsible for actually only about 10% of the decisions that you make is the writer. And then your unconscious brain, the unconscious self is that other 90%. So anything that's happening below the surface. And in that case, if the horse wants to go in a different direction, it will regardless of what the rider wants it to do. And we see this happen a lot, um, especially when it comes to change. So your conscious brain may have ideas of things that you want to do. And your unconscious brain, whenever it senses a threat to how things have been going, even if they haven't been going that great, when change may be imminent, it is going to react. Um, In my coaching practice, I call this a fear flare. This actually comes from the amygdala and in the evolved NLP coaching training that I'm doing with Avalon Empowerment, they call it the amygdala hijack. It's the same deal. So when we get to that point where we start to open the door, Maybe we don't even actually step through the door, but we might even have looked at the door. Maybe we've looked at the door and we've consciously thought that we'd like to open that door, that door of change. And we might even not even have actually touched the handle yet. But in these cases, the amygdala can start to send out those fear flares. What does this look like? This is the fears of bad things happening. I almost don't know how else to say that, but it's when you get into all the what ifs or um, concerns about the unknown of the future. And it doesn't even matter if the current situation isn't even very good. So here's an example from my own life. Back when I was in my mid twenties, I started to go to therapy. Um, But before I started to go to therapy, I was not in a good place, which is pretty typical of people who are um, beginning to explore therapy, right? Like you have to get to a point where you think this is the way I'm existing right now isn't good enough. It's impairing my quality of life. I need to do something about it. And... I honestly was extremely agitated. I had a lot of grief to deal with, but I didn't even know that at the time. I knew I had had an experience. Um, I had been, after I graduated from college, I went to Africa and I lived in Zambia for a year. I worked in a village. I was an English teacher and I was 
planning on coming back and then completing my master's degree in um, international development. Um, That year of my life, though, turned out to be extremely hard. And I mean, the bottom line, which I can only see now with about 15 years of perspective, is that it, it brought up a lot of things that I had not resolved from previous years and some other trauma that had happened earlier in my life when I was in high school. So everywhere you go, there you are, right? And so there I was and having things come up. After I returned home, I was living in Portland, Oregon, and I was um, confronted really with the fact that I needed to do some work around the disappointment, the, the feelings I had of being a failure. And um, I mean, honestly, there was grief embedded in all of that. There was grief from, I mean, multiple times in my life that had been unprocessed and it was kind of starting to come out. So I, um, I remember hearing about, uh, you know, I, my pastor at the time gave me a referral to a lady who was a therapist and I knew, consciously knew that I needed to go and work with her. And I also felt a lot of resistance to that. Um, interestingly for me, my body kind of gives me images of the way that I feel. So I don't know how it is for you, but I I often like can express my feelings with a word picture. And I felt like I had this little like quilt. It was a small, dirty, really tattered, threadbare patchwork quilt that I had pulled over my shoulders. And that's what I was using to comfort myself, protect myself, try to keep myself warm. And it was not doing a very good job. But I was terrified of what would happen when I began the work, the deeper inner work, and was required to start to dismantle that little patchwork quilt. Um, This is what the amygdala does, and it is totally intended to keep you safe. Your, your brain loves you, even if it acts in ways that keep you from living your fullest life. The intent comes from a place of love. And it's really interesting to me now, knowing everything that I know about the brain, um, trauma, what happens, what, what's firing off in your brain that I was also having this experience, this kind of like mental expression of how I was feeling about doing the brave, brave work of taking some of my experiences and beliefs and, you know, everything that I had brought into my life at that time, I was 25 and starting to dismantle it so that I could recreate something that suited me better. And I had another experience, not exactly the same, but not abundantly different today. So I took a step in my professional life and it caused me to bring up all the fears again, the what ifs, the, well, 
maybe not this, like, you know, just merely looking at this door that I intend to walk through with purpose, with self-awareness, with consciousness, even around the fact that I know my brain is going to sabotage, well, not isn't going to, that's not a guarantee, but may bring up those fear flares that are intended to keep me staying in the same place. Why? Because we know this place. We know this place. It may not be the place we want to stay forever, but we know it. It's familiar. And that, my friends, is the level that you want to try to push yourself past because that is where the change happens. I say that the alchemy begins when you say yes because I think that is actually the bravest place when you say, I'm going to do this thing, even though I know it's going to be scary. I have not always been good at this. Um, It's been terrifying, in fact. But I can also honestly say to you, I have never regretted it. I have never regretted pushing myself into those spaces beyond. I am not going to be here saying it's easy. It isn't. But I want you to know that you can do it. If you feel your soul calling you to something, say yes. And know that when you say yes, be prepared for those fear flares, the amygdala hijack. It will happen. Watch and wait for it. And when you see it, notice it. You know, Pema Chodron says, smile at your fear. And I truly will say that's one of the very best things you can do when you see it, love it, smile at it, thank it for wanting to help keep you safe, and then still proceed. And welcome it when it comes up, because it's just a part of being human. 